Joining us in the studio is Anita Chevalier. She's the Vice President, Clinical Support Services, and Chief Risk Officer for the Collingwood General Marine Hospital. Great to have you here. Thank you. Especially because these must be incredibly busy times for you with uh, all the talk and the concerns with COVID-19. It is a very busy time. Let's kind of put it in perspective. Let's start a conversation with that. What exactly is COVID-19? COVID-19 is the name of the disease that's caused by the coronavirus, the new novel coronavirus that has just started to hit the media uh, over the last since about the end of December. And it's it's a highly communicable disease? It, it is. And it's spreading pretty quickly. It is spreading quickly. We, we saw um, the origin uh, of the infection starting to spread in China. And unfortunately, because of the high communicability, it's managed to um, travel across the world because of our global tra- travel. And many countries, I mean, we, we get the flu. A lot of times we're looking, and correct me if I'm wrong, because you'd be the person asked, but we're looking at it when the flu comes, maybe we're looking at other countries like Australia, and then seeing what the flu is going to be like here in Canada, but is it similar to the flu and we're just more concerned because it is new or is it something more escalated than that? I I think the biggest concern that's different with COVID-19 is it's new, so we're not 100% certain about many things. And also, unlike the flu, we currently don't have vaccine or treatment, medication treatment regimes to manage the disease for people that become significantly ill. You've been involved in this line of work for a a while now, and you were involved in it during the whole SARS uh, uh, epidemic. How do you equate COVID-19 to SARS? What, what kind of level are, are those two relative? Well, this is interestingly a similar organism uh, as a coronavirus. Um, and where we were able to contain the SARS um, virus uh, fairly well as it entered Canada, unfortunately, this uh, specific disease seems to have more of a global spread uh, as it's arriving to Canada than what SARS did. SARS was pretty early stage just so a little a little easier for us to contain as it was arriving. It certainly doesn't seem to be as many cases or as traumatic in Canada at this point. Uh, is that are we just lucky or or could our time come? I think uh, we're not lucky. Well, we are lucky to a degree, but that that's not just based on luck. I think we had. Um, put a number of uh, surveillance mechanisms in place in the healthcare system. We've been asking very specific questions as you arrive to the hospital regarding febrile respiratory illness to uh, isolate those patients uh, as they arrive to the hospital. And we've been doing that as a standard measure since uh, since uh, those years ago when we did have SARS. So we and may have learned some things from SARS that could help us we did, and we and we have been maintaining those, and so we were able to identify those cases as they arrived in Canada because we do that screening here, and they don't necessarily do those in less developed countries in the world. So let's talk a little bit about the actual um, symptoms because John and I were talking this morning in regards to uh, toilet paper has been flying off the shelves. <laughs> Obviously, hand sanitizer has been flying off the shelves. Soap hasn't been flying as... 
off the shelf as much as it probably should be. But in any case, I, I mean, it's um, uh, people are seeming to be confused on what the symptoms actually are. So er, the early symptoms of this specific disease, from our understanding, is a fever that comes and goes, maybe a few aches and pains, and then it turns into a dry cough. And the dry cough increases for people that are going to have more challenges, disease into a uh, more and more significant shortness of breath that results in a pneumonia. Okay. I haven't heard of any cases locally. How is the College of Marine Hospital doing in regards to this? Uh, have things changed the way you were operating? Uh, the, the changes for us follow uh, in line what the rest of the province provides uh, as directives as well for all um, hospitals. We have been screening, as I said, uh, on a routine basis. We add those travel locations for increased observation. So we've, of course, we added Japan, we added South Korea, we've obviously added Italy with everything that's going on to Italy. Um, and we're just being uh, a uh, a lot more conscientious, even if people have a travel to other uh, countries, if they have a travel history, we're uh, putting masks, we're isolating them in a room, and we're discussing should we be considering uh, uh, testing for this specific disease. How do we prevent the spread of this locally? How do we cont- do our part to contain it? So to contain it um, on a personal level, what's most important is hand washing. Uh, hand washing includes soap and water where you have access because that's the best mm-hmm. method. If that is uh, inconvenient, depending on where your location is or because you need to wash your hands frequently because you're blowing your nose frequently, is to use the hand sanitizer. Keep your hands away from your face. This disease is droplet spread, so you can pick it up from standing too close to somebody else who's coughing and sneezing or if they've left those droplets on a surface, you can pick them up and put them in your, your face how uh, long, and eyes. How long will the disease last on a surface? With this, that's part of this being novel. We're not 100% uh-huh. certain of this. It may last hours. It may last many hours. We're not 100% certain. Okay. Uh, so the best thing to do is hands away from your face. Uh, keep your hands uh, very clean. Practice good cough etiquette. So coughing in um, to your to, to the crook of your elbow, washing your hands after you do that. Um, those, those sort of things frequently touch surfaces need to be cleaned frequently if you're ill stay home don't go into your workplace and potentially spread it to others Um, and if you're ill enough to need the hospital certainly come to the hospital but if you're concerned and you have symptoms the best thing to do is call the telehealth number and allow them to give you direction of where you should go so that we can reserve uh, as this moves forward the hospital resources for the people who are ill enough to require those hospital resources. If people are wanting to find out more information, uh, keep up to date on what is going on with COVID-19 because there's just a mass amount of information and I know obviously there's always people who uh, latch on to people's fear. Right? So there's misinformation that ends up getting spread as well. So where's the best place for people to find out the facts? Uh, To try and support our community, our hospital website has a coronavirus uh, location there. If you want to click on that, it provides the valid uh, sources of, of links to public health, to the WHO, to the provincial uh, website, those sort of things where you can get the best and most current information uh, to help support you in your decisions. Great information to have, Anita Chevalier. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you to all the work that you and your team at the hospital do uh, to help keep our community safe from this.